0: Hello me lovelies, it's me Ned Natter with the famously unpastroised and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week. On a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show. And you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a stormy week. And that was in addition to the wedding. Yep, Beyond It and Skinny Frank have tied the knot. And believe me... Doesn't look quite as tight as it should be. To be honest, it's already looking pretty thunderous too. Oh dear. Either way, you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. (laughs) Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nats Florida Island, we've had a very odd week indeed. I reckon my lovely vegan neighbour and usually blissful floating spirit young Alice Jones would blame Mercury still being in retrograde. But you know, sometimes you just can't blame planetary activity on a bunch of really stupid people. Whilst the wife Elsie continues to eat her way towards an early grave, despite the doctor's orders, that is, I'm lacking any moral support in slowing her down on that front. Actually, I've totally given up. See, the hideous mother-in-law's still in residence and she's firmly on her daughter's side, regardless of the health implications. Yep, Satan the, the dreaded creature from the swamp. <laughs> you might think your mother-in-law is a horror too, but all I can say is that most in-laws really make your average terrorist look like a nice amenable kind of guy, don't they, yeah? <laughs> but to that, it's unlikely a terrorist would ever show up here at 2 Medicine Farm anyway. After all, I've been fighting for me freedom for years, and I'm still here, yep, fighting, mostly with the wife, Elsie, of course. <laughs> Supposedly ill, but still eating me out of home. In fact... If she was a termite, I'd have no home either by now. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife's best buddy beyond it, that's Beyond It Brandisha Washington or BBW Friends, yeah. another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement tied them up this week with skinny old Frank. Yeah, the absolutely obsessed stuffer Yeah, It was supposed to be a simple affair at the courthouse. Well, outside actually. Beyond it won't fit through the walk-through scanner they got on the side there. <coughs> no, but that wasn't the real issue. Beyond its highly extended family decided to show up and make a scene, a noise and a nuisance. Well, I'll put it this way: it was looking like a line outside a rap concert, <laughs> only all the rapping was going on outside here. Yeah. <laughs> You couldn't even hear the proceedings with loud beats emanating from a bunch of low riders, SUVs and pickup trucks. In fact, it was quickly a stereotypical snarl-up. Add to that, beyond its extended family don't just live to eat like her. Oh no. Not this bunch. They live to fight whilst the wife's best buddy and the stuffer fam were tying the knot, the cops were rounding up the usual suspects. Believe me, it was a long list, yeah, beyond it, its relatives and friends make up most of the local jail log entries. <laughs> and to that, I was surprised to see me corrupt relative and comrade Skip Natter hanging around the courthouse. See, it's, uh, let's put it this way, a place he likes to avoid at all costs usually, but uh, the law and Skip, you see, are permanently at odds, yeah. When it is time, he was selling. Yep, flip-flops at a bargain price. Not in pairs, though. Oh, no, he was selling them individually to be used as weapons. <laughs> mm, apparently, they're the weapon of choice locally. Mm. Obviously, old Skip had some advanced intel on the kind of folks that might attend. Either way, it was impossible to separate the rabble from the guests. Why? Well, mainly because the rabble were the guests. So I assume the only upside of the countless arrests was that there'd be more food to go round at the after party, yeah. And guess where that was? Yeah, right here on the farm. But as you'd expect, Beyond It had posted everything about her impending wedding and the celebrations on her Facebook page, so within minutes of getting back home, the place was no longer a reasonably quiet little farm. Oh no. <laughs> it would have been better described as Gate Crasher Ranch. Oh dear. Free food, free booze, yep, and even free parking. This place looked like a food bank, only with table and bowl service. Mm. Well, in a way, I think I've sort of slightly misdescribed that, yeah. Naturally, you've all seen a dead carcass by the roadside overrun with vultures, haven't you? Yeah. well... That's a far better way of describing things, only I'm not talking about a dozen or so angry birds. Oh no, I'm talking about the 5,000 flies that usually keep them company. <laughs> During the music, drinking, dancing, eating, Elsie's ankle bite him up. Yep, that's the nervous little chihuahua Pomeranian Pack Rat Cross. Well, they do say dogs look like their owners, don't they? <laughs> broke loose from its mistress and decided on its own version of a buffet or was it a banquet you yeah. <laughs> After getting tossed out of the party by one of beyond its angry and angry relatives, yep, they hate any kind of competition in the food stakes. Well, <laughs> dogs are a general nuisance anyway, so it ended up as what you call free range in farming circles, yeah. <laughs> Elsie hadn't noticed that she was deep in one of the numerous troughs at the time. Mm. The mutts soon found a new friend, though. Well... <laughs> That's what the dog thought, anyway. (laughs) Unfortunately, that new buddy turned out to be me blind neighbour, old Lonnie. (laughs) Yep, and he just loves to eat off the land. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eat off the land, indeed. And... Something alive always beats the questionable qualities of roadkill. Because his housemate, new to swinger old Fred, leaves Lonnie to his own devices, he'd never question what was on the menu the following day. (laughs) Elsie even asked me to look for a dog the next morning. Naturally, I refuse. Yep, she's trained the thing to bite me. In fact, she's trained it to bite everyone. Um, Another thing it's got in common with Elsie and her mother for sure. Either way, by the time I got up to date with the local news, the rat dog was already in Lonnie's slow cooker. Really. He likes his fresh, free-ranged meat nice and tender. <laughs> but staying with me regular farmer's trials and tribulations for a while, if you recall, I gave a part-time job to one of me neighbourhood rushes buddies. Yeah, that's Clarence Kakowski. Yeah, it does sound a bit painful, doesn't it? <laughs> But he's a 70-year-old short-sighted veteran with a private arsenal of weapons, you know. His only job, really, was to keep people out of me cabbages, particularly them, you know, the UFO and conspiracy mob that were overcrowding the place recently. Well, there was some serious drama when he decided to try and arrest a few of Beyond its guests. He reckoned they were poaching me collards. (laughs) He might have been right. Well, that was until I went over to the far field to check out the situation. Mm. Clarence had the poachers face down. He had his phone in one hand and an assault rifle in the other. (laughs) I'm just glad he decided to use the more diplomatic approach and the phone first. Mm. Either way, the so-called suspects were poaching something green all right, but the green wasn't part of of any cabbage family. Oh no. It seems that someone, well, let's just say, look in the direction of Ding Dang, <laughs> had carefully planted a private row of cannabis plants next to the fence. No wonder we've had trouble with UFOs recently. Beyond its relatives, we're just experiencing the chance of flying high on a three month supply of the green stuff. Oh dear.
1: <laughs>
0: Either way... <laughs> Despite the usual drama that seems to spew out of me farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical, the happy couple, well, I just hope they end up happy after getting married, that is, headed out on their honeymoon. Yeah, naturally, I was thinking of a bunch of potentially romantic spots, you know, either here or in the US or overseas or somewhere else, but no, they are going on an all you can eat buffet tour. Yep, over six states in 10 days. That's a lot of driving. And a lot more eating. See, Beyond It and Elsie have been banned from just about every Florida buffet. Whilst the other states have yet to experience Beyond It's voracious appetite. (laughs) Naturally Elsie ended up very jealous. Yep, they left her behind. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like. I've got a new little feature on my show this week and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, Young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, (laughs) I'll be getting me private arsenal organized too. Yep, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. That will be an order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. (laughs) No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Well, this week Dolly reminds Thus, that in 1431, Joan of Arc was burned at the stake. Ooh, a very nasty thought indeed, is it? Whilst in 1930, here in New York City, the Chrysler Building opened its doors for the first time. Yeah, an odd combination for sure, Dolly. Oh anyway, thanks. We'll keep those dates in mind. That course brings me, well, rapidly to someone else who's actually older than the Chrysler building. Not by much, but, you know, enough. On the other hand, the impressive New York City landmark is better maintained for sure. Yep. Naturally or unnaturally, (laughs) I've got me almost 95-year-old mother, old Nan, right here on the farm. Yeah, she's a possible distant relative of Joan and Arc too, you know, because after all, she's always got something smoking in her mouth. Or between her fingers. <laughs> On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me loyal brother, Actually, of the family, Nelson, now his boy from Beverly Hills, sex His up is as now 103 year old grandmother. Yep, a lovely mustard specimen. Anyway, as you know, they both love to smoke, drink and gamble. Well, this week kind of started for old Nan with the preakness steaks, yeah, and she discovered that by actually being nice to someone, she'd get a winner. So she took a bar of chocolate, yeah, to me pet pig, three-time lightning strike survivor, old Bill. Like most pigs, you know, you eat anything. But the old crow decided chocolate would be a special treat for him. Well... It worked this time, Bill headed straight for the candy and forgot all about Nan's miserable evil looking face and me mother got herself a winner. Yeah, not great odds though, yeah, but a winner all the same. Yep, 5 to 1 is better than 0 and a loss at the Kentucky Derby this year. Yeah. Oh dear, I wonder if she'll offer him something to get a look in at the last race of the Triple Crown. You know, I just hope it's none of beyond its leftover pork. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre and moaning old mother and her gambling obsession, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap, never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down in me favourite hideout. That's me little farm office. You know, it was the day after the wedding and memories of marital mess (laughs) were still crowding me fragile head. (laughs) I say fragile because everything and anything connected to the wife and beyond it gives me a head-splitting migraine. (laughs) Well, I drifted off pretty quickly with beyond its troublesome rabble and Nan's eager wagering fresh in me thoughts. Me dream or nightmare soon arrived, well... (laughs) There I was, ringside. Yep, ringside. Watching a couple of wife's, buddies, relatives in a major MMA style fight. In fact, I should mention it's the first time I've seen mixed martial arts with the use of weapons. Well, yep, flip flops. <laughs> Old Dan was sitting right there making book on the winner. Then the fight was heating up when the part-time security guy Clarence Kakowski, showed and began opening fire on the fighters. Oh Shouting at the top of his voice, trespassers. Oh dear, that's disaster. And then I heard breaking glass. I oh, woke the start of course, yep. <laughs> Clarence Kakowski had missed again. See, he thought there were three prowlers near the farm and had opened fire on them when they'd refused to own up to who they were. <laughs> This time, it took out me office window. Maybe it was a good thing I was dozing and not standing up at the time. Oh dear, the three prowlers turned out to be me mother-in-law's hideous shadow on the wall. Of course, that's not really believable, is it? See, uh, Clarence's bad eyesight is the issue here. Satan's shadow looks closer to ten prowlers from a distance. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy farmhand and Ding Dang spent last week still working on the alphabet. Yep, the alphabet. He's still not ready for the next sheriff's traffic stop, even now. He's slipping up right at the end when he gets the why. He's always saying, why not? <laughs> but this week he had his latest girlfriend in tow. Yep, she got early release from jail and decided to join the wedding party gatecrashers. Oh dear, by the end of the day, and after three fights, she was, yep, back with the sheriff in jail, and two of beyond its relatives were slowing down on the eating, It took them a few hours to find the remains of their front teeth on the farmhouse floor. (laughs) Uh, But despite the drama of acting stupid, when he already is, I've still got that little feature on me show. (laughs) So is Ding Dang's southern quote. If her brains were dynamite, she wouldn't have enough to blow her nose. (laughs) Oh dear, he reckons his jailbird girlfriend is not that smart after all. (laughs) Oh dear, isn't that the source of another cliche there? You know, when ding-dang's involved in that conversation. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Where they're all store for you as podcasts so if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again stop by and say hi well next up I got Ned's sagacious moment for you I might not be a serious old sage but I got time to think and I like the idea of sharing me thoughts with you me lovely listeners so moving on from farm life in general for a minute I've spent a few hours this week questioning diversionary tactics here. Although it's a well-known military manoeuvre, I'm not thinking about the military at all here. I'm talking about politicians. Yeah, every time something's not going right for them, they seem to have the perfect diversion already lined up. Even if you look back through history, you know, you see it happen, don't you? you know? Low ratings in the polls are improved by a good old patriotic rousing war or some other thing, Yeah, bad handling the economy is always blamed on something totally unrelated. Wrongdoing at the top is forever covered by apparent wrongdoing at the bottom. <laughs> Literally sometimes. But whichever way you look at it, your attention is always carefully diverted away from the often painful truth in it. That's right, never believe a word you read or hear. And for me, it's a big, oh dear, all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all store for as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind labourer, old Lonnie and nudist swinger, old Fred's home is still the oldest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, do you know Fred? Sometimes I wish I didn't. It's the same old thing every week. Bring a bottle your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for the free-flowing buffet. Old Fred mingles with the swingers, that's his very potluck experience, and old Lonnie just eats the free food and dodges all those guests, yep. Which this week included one of his absolute favourites, small, unidentified creature, slow-cooked to perfection. <coughs> oh dear, I just hope you did not cook it with the collar on. <laughs> So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the werewolves and other hairy things party. <laughs> Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers, alright, and this week Fred was overrun with very hairy things indeed. Yep, most of his guests are hairy in more ways than one. Oh dear, anyway, I pretty fast too. <laughs> Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. My you 95 know, five-year-old mother, old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed Reminiscence Therapy. <laughs> This time, Old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives, yet perhaps long-lost for a good reason. Yeah, we've got far too many hideous relatives. Anyway, it was a memory about me great-uncle Dickie, the diamond cutter, Death. (laughs) Yet with a name like Death, you can already see disaster on the horizon. But on the other hand, the horizon is fairly straight by comparison. Well straight than a death anyway. <laughs> and from a distance too. Oh dear, see Death's old Nan's maiden name, they say Death. Make it sound better. And I always call him the Deaths. Yeah, it makes everything nice and clear for you, don't it? Up front. So back to Great Uncle Dickie, the Diamond Cut Death, another very heavy drinker I might add, and I think the greatest command to proceed Skipnar. Mm. He was supposed to cut diamonds for a jeweller. Mm. But to support his hard drinking habit, he substituted his cut diamonds for ordinary glass on a regular basis. Naturally, they finally caught up with Dickie, and after that, he never had to worry about raising cash to go to the nearest bar ever again. Oh no, he spent ten years looking out from behind bars instead. Oh dear. (laughs) Another dubious death to cross off the endless list. This is Ned Natta here with the Ned Natta Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for my book reviews. Yep, I get my hands on a few, and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle-of-row books go in the giveaway charity box. And the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the family shelf. I well, hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> Okay then, well this week I end up with just one book again, and it's called How to Become a Parasite by A Parasite Junior. (laughs) You know, this is one of the oddest and yet most accurate books I've ever featured, and it reads like a carefully crafted horror story. It's a how-to book about how to make money out of your personal problems. Yep, something for everyone, I thought, well, that was until I read it. Oh dear. Basically, you pick a problem tell everyone else they've got the same problem, and then use your so-called expertise to solve that problem. (laughs) That's right, you write, yeah, a book about it. (laughs) Become an overnight best-selling author too. Did you know everybody's a best-selling author now? Yeah, if you sell four books like this, you're a best-selling author, right? (laughs) Why? Well, because you'd have never believed that there were actually four people out there stupid enough to buy it until now. (laughs) Okay, I think I'll leave it there, shall I? Well, maybe I've confused you too, so (laughs) either way, I'll solve the problem right now. I'm burning this one. (laughs) Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at NedNatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yeah, the anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're staying right here in the US and Oregon. Yeah, and you'll be glad to it's not one of those tasteless, you know, distasteful, revolting foodie ones. Oh no, we're looking at some odd things close to home over the next few weeks. So back to Oregon and the world naked bike ride.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Something that must be game for more than a few jokes, I'd say. <laughs> but I'll leave the old standard, shall I? Well, maybe not. Which side do you answer? (laughs) We'll leave that for the tailors and not the bike riders, shall we? It's an annual event, anyway, where men and women cycle for about six miles in the all together to raise awareness about environmental issues and the dependence on oil for transport. Hmm. A few folks even promote their own favourite cause with a body-painted message on their backs. Oh dear, travelling billboards. (laughs) I reckon there'll be more... And a few distracted drivers on the road that day, don't you? <laughs> I hope it doesn't end up with a nasty, gnarled mess. And to that, after seeing the photos from a previous event, I'd say some things might be quite nice to look at. But unfortunately, a lot of the riders give me good reason to steer clear of Oregon for now at least. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. (laughs) Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old fashioned manners. <laughs> so how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Linnax Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear well. Here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest Voicemail message.
1: You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. this is Nigel Pond calling you from England. Yes, I'm still sort of close to death's door with a gout and what's
0: called mobility problems. Mm. So I'm using this rather wonderful wireless telephone so I can speak to you from the comfort of my sick bed. Anyway, your brother Buck said,
1: as I haven't a clue. All I wanted to know is whether "schlep" is actually a real word, as he's really lost me on this one. So perhaps you could call me back and let me know, Ned. Thank you so much. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduces himself on me voicemail. As if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. Anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time Buck used the word schlep. <laughs> of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, it is a weird expression away, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it's a popular use in places like New York, where they use an almost entirely different language from the rest of the nation anyway. <laughs> schlep stems from a Yiddish word and means hauling or carrying stuff around, often something heavy or awkward, and that means manual (laughs) labour, which of course me brother Buck is totally allergic to. (laughs) Either way I hope that makes some kind of sense, you Nigel add to that, we're sorry to hear you're still under the weather over there in Old England hope you get better soon This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I right, headed over to me and content political commentator Rush Rush's Stolen Jackson Farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot iron gas. Yep, he's to buy about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet size installments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off, poor old mucker. Of course I forgot that last week Rush had left a message with his ranch manager. Yep, he's still away for two weeks on a trip to see the trouble and strife in Tennessee. Oh dear, why do I hear such a mass sigh of relief? <laughs> anyway, for some strange reason, Rush's wife actually wanted to see him. Well, Rush called me just yesterday in absolute panic. Oh dear. Yeah, of course I said, no worries, Rush. We're not missing your segment that much. But no. He called me with the reason why. Yep, the reason why the wife wanted to see him <laughs> should be the treason why Yep, Mrs. Rush has decided to become... A Democrat. <laughs> and for Rush, that's not only high treason, it's outright betrayal. You know, I reckon it was the only way after 30 years of marriage that she could shut him up long enough to get a word in edgeways. <laughs> or anybody come to think of it. Before that, the only time she got any reprieve was when he excused himself again with that standard statement. That's right, it's great excuse to bail only. Gotta go. Oh dear. But always got to go and flush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, Stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm,
1: mm, 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 mm.
0: <laughs> young Alice was under the so-called curse of Mercury this week again, yeah, and her mystic power is failing, her tarot aren't reading right, her crystal balls are misty, and her electronic devices are all playing up. Oh well. On the other hand, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notice of the wonders of nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. Yep. Hoverflies are important garden friends. Yep, They not only pollinate the flowers, but they lay their eggs on your plants and once the larvae hatch out, they eat all those nasty aphids and the other pests too. Yeah, It's a real pity we don't have monster versions of the hoverfly around here. I'm literally overwhelmed by pests. Yep, humankind. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake, and company was reliably nice. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned show. <laughs> well, this week I got a last-minute call from Calvin in California. He called me to chat about this really odd story. Yep. Over there in his home state, they've got a problem with worms. <laughs> yep, but not ordinary worms, these are invasive Asian jumping worms. <laughs> This new species arrived in the US a few years back and has now got a foothold in the West. And a foothold might be accurate because apparently they can jump a foot into the air. (laughs) And even shoot their tails when they get handled as a mean of escape. (laughs) Apparently they're all set to destroy the existing ecosystem, according to the uh, specialists over there. (laughs) Oh well, I thought humans were done. Good job of that already. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at NedNatter.com where they're all stored for his podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The dubious command Agent 50% is loining me up with a new ad this week and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Dear. Well, I did say odd, but give me agent a bit of credit for this one. Anyway, here goes. Here at Grassy Pets Inc. doing business as privately stoned enterprises we've got a special annual sale going on right now just go to our website today at pleasinggrassypets.net and find our latest offerings at bargain prices that's right we keep it real here you've seen the regular ones in those cheesy late night ads haven't you well we've got the kind of growing pet you'll really love you just unbox our little china friend and add water Within days he'll start to sprout. Later you can add his green fur to your favourite recipe I'll just dry that fur and smoke it later. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, I got Stone Jr. as a special offer. <laughs> and just for Ned Nat Show listeners, yep, with every purchase this week only, you throw in our special dry it before you smoke it window weed dryer to speed up that essential drying process. And you know you can't beat a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember that motto: Other folks' pets are only green with envy <laughs> you know I wasn't expecting that one at all maybe I should order one for the wife yeah. I know it's not a great replacement for a missing little mutt but it'll sure help her forget it a lot quicker oh dear <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show on whichever way you dice it each show is unpastroised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember fams are getting older. Some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays would not be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe for podcast too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive, And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway.
1: <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies.
0: <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. the show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough, and the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.